Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for spending your Sunday morning with yours truly. This is the State of the Saints podcast where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, we're going to be breaking down the Saints week eight matchup versus the Chicago Bears. And the Saints head to Soldier Field for the second year in a row. But this time, uh, they are going into some uh, some very rough weather, man. As of right now, it's about 36 degrees in Chicago. And the forecast is calling for some snow flurries. So we might actually have uh, a snow game uh, that involves the New Orleans Saints. And you know that old saying, you know, dome teams don't travel well in, in inclement weather. They, they don't play good. We've heard all these different narratives, man. But the Saints uh, have some some issues, man. They definitely have some issues. They go out once again. Uh, they don't have Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, they don't have Michael Thomas. And this time they don't have Marquez Callaway, a guy who, who led the team in receptions and yards uh, last week uh, versus uh, uh, in uh, last week's game. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at it, the Saints are really – uh, behind the eight ball in this game and they go up against a Chicago Bears team that has a really good defense and they also uh, have a really good record at five and two so uh, this is going to be a tough game for the black and gold uh, the Chicago Bears are a really good football team uh, I don't buy into what the media is saying about this team you know I'm not buying into it uh, you know last week the Saints uh, versus the Carolina Panthers they got the job done in the absence of uh, you know some of these key players but this time they're going up against a team with a very stingy defense that's ranked number one in red zone defense. And you have players like Khalil Mack and uh, Eddie Jackson, uh, guys who were on the injury list, look like they're going to be um, going to be playing in this game. And also Allen Robinson, who was in concussion protocol, looks like he's going to be a part of this game as well. Uh, but the New Orleans Saints, uh, this is going to be one of those games where, in my opinion, uh, they're going to have to control the time of possession. They're going to have to control the time of possession, and that calls by running a football. Um, it's going to be a very windy day out there in Chicago. Um, the wind is going to be swirling. So this is going to cause for the Saints to actually uh, bring their ground attack. And uh, I think the ground attack is one of the most underrated, underappreciated things from the Saints offense. They have a really good running game. Uh, you know, the backfield features Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Uh, last year, Latavius Murray went up to Chicago and put up 109 yards on the Chicago Bears, okay? And now you have Alvin Kamara, who I feel like uh, is a very good running back. He can run in between the tackles as well. And I think that the Chicago Bears last week, they had some issues uh, stopping the Rams and running a ball. So you know the Saints are going to be looking at that film, and they're going to be trying to, uh, you know, try to take advantage of that limitation by the Chicago Bears. Uh, but the Bears are a really good football team once again, man. You know, Nick Foles is their quarterback, and – I, like I said, the, the issues between he and Matt Nagy have been uh, very alarming. Uh, the media is trying to amplify that. But what Nick Foles does well is one of the Saints' uh, things that the Saints struggle, and that is uh, his ability to throw the ball down the field, uh, his ability to uh, get that ball deep. And we all know when the Saints uh, have to play the ball deep, uh, that plays into the hands of the opposition because the Saints have uh, shown us that they can't stop anybody, especially when, it's talk when we're talking about the deep pass is rather it's going to be a big play or it's going to be pass interference. And this is one of those games where the Saints defensive secondary, they're going to have to be disciplined in this game. They can't 
they can't give up too many big plays, man, because the Chicago Bears have a defense that can get Drew Brees off the field. I mean, a lot of three and outs can be taking place in this game. So the Saints are going to have to run the football, control the time of possession, and this is going to be one of those games where uh, the secondary is going to have to get it right. You know, not not what we've been seeing week after week, one big play after a big play uh, over and over again, guys moving the chains, guys extending plays, guys, you know, getting beat down the field. This is going to be a recipe for failure, and the Saints are going to lose this game if they cannot uh, stop Nick Foles from throwing the ball down the field, which he does really, really well. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open up the uh, the comments to you all. And uh, what I'm going to do is also I'll take a few uh, calls. I'm going to take a few calls, and I want to know what you all think about the Saints and uh, what, is, what is your prediction uh, for this, this game on today. So right now uh, I put the uh, link uh, inside the comments. Uh, we're going to be taking some calls in just a few minutes. But right now, I'm going to read some of your comments uh, involving the game. Uh, Keen Arthur says, TJ, who are uh, who are our starting wide receivers today? Well, uh, Keen Arthur, our starting wide receivers are going to be Traquan Smith. It's going to be Deontay Harris. Uh, it's going to be Austin Carr, uh, Jawan Johnson. Uh, those are the guys that are going to be uh, a part of this wide receiver corps today. Uh, this is going to be one of those games where it's probably going to be wide receiver by committee. Uh, I think they did a good job last week. And it also helps the Saints, who that nation. I think people need to understand that because teams don't know who to zero in on. I mean, you could go and roll the coverage over there to Traquan Smith, but, I mean, that means Deontay Harris can eat or Jawan Johnson can eat or Jared Cook is going to eat. You know, you you got to be able to, uh, you know, know who to zero in on. And right now, teams don't know how to uh, focus on those guys. Um, hey, what's going on? What up, PJ? Hey, how you doing, man? Good. I it's been a while. What you been up to? Uh man, sure. Just been working, man, and uh, and that's about it, man. So uh, how how you doing, man? And how how you think about what do you think about this game uh, on today? For today, we need to stay on the ground statistically. Mm-hmm. Right. If we don't run the ball and keep time of possession, like you said, right, we're not going to win this game. Right. Yeah. Statistically. I, 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 yeah, I definitely feel that way. Um, you know, like I said, it's going to be a cold game. Uh, it's calling for a possibility of snow in this game. So uh, the Saints are going to definitely going to have to run the football. So defensively, uh, what, what do you think about the Saints defense? What, what are you expecting um, them to do today? Something they probably haven't been doing throughout the season. What are your expectations for the defense, man? They better stop the pass. If they don't stop the pass like we haven't been doing, we're not going to win. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. You got a prediction score for me? It's Ramsey, by the way, but yeah, I would say 24-23, hopefully. Okay. Okay, 24-23. So you got a close game. Okay, that, nothing wrong with that. Because uh, the good defense that Chicago has, mm-hmm. it's going to possibly stop Drew Brees from doing what he normally does. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good score, 24-23. to 23. So you got the Saints winning the game? Yes, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Ramsey. Uh, th- thank you so much, my friend. Call back anytime. All right, you too, TJ. All right, take care. And shouts out to my guy, Ramsey, man. I, I didn't, I was, I thought that was him, man, but it, it don't have his name at the bottom, man. Uh, Gabriel, okay, what's going on? What's going on with you, bro? Hey, man, I'm hey, doing fine, man. What, what you think about this game today? Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, man. Like I said, I think, um, like you always say, I don't think we need to put the ball on Drew Brees' hand too much. 
We just need to like keep it balanced, keep a nice little run game going, and um use Latavius Murray a whole lot, you know, and um little screen plays, screen plays to catch them up, you know, keep the pass rush off guard and stuff like that. And um every now and then add a little play action, you know. And um what do you think about the defense? What do you think the defense needs to do today against Chicago? Um, hopefully, man, like you said, I, I I hope they've been discussing that. That's the main focus is our defense. Um, like in practice, the main thing they should be focused on in practice is defense because obviously our offense putting up 30 points a game. And I can imagine in practice they're working on defense harder than anything. Like they got to they gotta be. That's what I'll be doing. You know, as a coach, we really need help for the defensive angle. Like we got to do something about that. I feel like if we could be like a top five defense, we can go real far, man. Because I, I got our offense ain't the issue. We got um, ideal weapons in the wide receiver core. We got we got we we dangerous on offense. We just we just need a top five defense, and we good, man. We can make a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So what about the uh, what about the predictions, Cole? What you got as a prediction today, Gabriel? The score? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we win. Um, I'll say probably about 31, 31, 27. Okay. I mean, oh, that's a pretty good score, man. A 31, 27. Uh, so, uh, do you think that this is going to be a, a Drew Brees game? Or do you think this is going to be like one of those games where uh, Sean Payton is going to be kind of stubborn. He's going to force Drew Brees to make uh, make it happen instead of the running game. Man, I can tell you this much. The last time we want TJ to be a Drew Brees game, because as we know, Chicago got a mean pass rush with Khalil Mack and the mother guys, and I don't think they're going to work out too well for us. If it be a Drew Brees game, I think we receive a loss today. Um, this need to be Sean Payton to lean more the run. I know he don't know nothing about that, but he really need to not be stubborn and run the ball a whole lot today. Like, seriously. We have a good chance to win, then play solid defense. And we got to play at the Bears level. We can't go out throwing Drew Brees, you know, stepping back 40 times with Drew Brees. I don't think we're going to win like that. But, yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree with that, man. But I, I appreciate the phone call, man. Call back anytime, my friend. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Gabriel, man. Uh, I think something that – uh, we got to pay attention to, too, who that nation is the fact that um, this probably not going to be one of those games where the screen game is going to uh, reign supreme. Uh, I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but the Saints, uh, they struggle uh, when they go up against athletic linebackers. So uh, the way that Alvin Kamara plays, you know, him catching the ball out the backfield. If a team has an athletic linebacker that can play sideline to sidelines, that has a little speed, uh, it's hard for the Saints to be able to get that screen game going. And when you look at somebody like, you know, Ro- Roquan Smith, uh, I don't know if Danny Gervais, and I don't know if he's still playing or not, but people like that, the guys that can run sideline to sidelines, extremely athletic linebackers, it always gives Alvin Kamara uh, fits, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this kind of plays into the hands of the Chicago Bears, and that's one of the reasons I feel like the Saints are going to have to run that ball up the middle in order for them to generate any type of success uh, offensively in this game. And then hopefully you can get Drew Brees on some of those short – your situations, maybe like second and three or third and three to throw the ball to, to, to convert on first downs. Uh, who that WAP? What's going on? Hey, what up, TJ? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing, man? We're talking about the game today. So uh, what do you think about the game? 
Well, it's a, it's a blessing being up and being a Saints fan. Drew Brees yeah. got it. He got it all by himself today. Look like no Michael yeah. Thomas, no Emmanuel Sanders. You know, mm-hmm. I hope it don't turn out like old Ball was saying the last caller. I hope it don't turn out to a game where we got to just depend on Drew Brees because you know I love Brees with everything, bro. But it's like sometimes when it when it feels like it's just him against against another team by himself, it's like he struggles. And it happens. It happens all the time. You know, we see Drew Brees struggle first half. He come out that second half. You know, with a comeback and try to be resilient against the situation and always fall short. But our problem is not really offense. Is what I'm worried about because I know the Saints can run the ball, man. Right. right. You know, I know the Saints can run the ball. I know we can get a ball to Latavius and and Kamara 25, 30 times today. You know, and. Which is good. It'll, it'll benefit us a lot because looking at what the ranking is, the Bears is ranked 24th against the run. So right. it will make a lot of sense for Sean Payton to want to run the ball today, especially how the way Kamara ran the ball last week. Right. Yeah, and also Latavius Murray. I think Latavius Murray uh, had a good game as, as a running back last week. Very underrated, you know, to say the least. But uh, looking at this uh, this defense, man, what what is what are the concerns? Uh, you watching the Saints over the past, uh, let's just say seven weeks, uh, because you know they had to buy. But watching the Saints after seven games, or so what do you see from the secondary, and what do you think that the Chicago Bears can exploit? Um, the only, I'm gonna tell you this: I'm I'm disappointed with the whole defense so far. I'm disappointed with Cam Jordan. The only one I haven't been disappointed in is Demario Davis because he actually right. been solid. This whole time, you know, besides that, I can't count on any other linebacker. My pass rush hadn't been there until last week when Davenport came back, you right. know, and, and and it seemed like Marcus Williams. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ. I mm-hmm. seen your video the other day, and you made a lot of valid points, man. Like, I, I watch you a lot. And when you was talking about Marcus Williams and us getting rid of him, man, Marcus Williams, they need to put uh, Swearinger out there. He's more of a ball hawk, man. Right. Yeah. You know, I think they might have him on himself. Janoris Jenkins not playing like a veteran. I don't know what the hell is going on with this defense, TJ. Dennis Allen should have been left. He should have been gone. After uh, Minnesota Miracle, he should have been gone. Right. <laughs> I think I think there's a lot of issues going on with this defense. I think it has a lot to do uh, with them schematically, the way that they're – and what they're asking these young guys to do. And another thing is I just think that these guys pay way too much attention to what's going on on social media, and I think it influences yeah. the way that they actually play. Uh, you you can't give a damn about what people think about you if you're going to be a football player or any type of profession of that matter because yeah. you know, as soon as you allow those people to get into your head, they already won, okay? If they're living in your head rent-free, then they win. Right. And it's going to cost you – right. Yeah, it's going to cost you to go out there – and play outside of yourself. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like these guys are being out of position. And um, it's Well, I also feel like we get too comfortable. We get too comfortable doing, like, okay, say we look at the schedule and they say we playing the Giants. Sometimes I feel like the, the, our team underestimate our opponents all the time. Right. You know, and so we go out there with the big head and thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to blow these – we're going to blow this team out and – Right. This team ain't better than us, which we know on paper they're not better than us. Right. But that performance on that field, when you go out there to that field, you can't worry about anything else. You mess up on the play, you you do better the next play. You know, right. it seemed like the Saints go out there and want to 
you know, be be cocky with the situation and go out there and play like 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 buffoons, bro. Right. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with know? that, man. No, no doubt about that, man. But I, I, I got a couple people lined up, man. But I, I appreciate the call. The call back anytime, man. Okay. All right. Take care. All right, man. Good call right there. Uh, Optimus Grind. What's going on, man? What's happening, TJ? Hey, what's happening, man? Uh, talking about the game today. Uh, w- w- what's your thoughts on the Chicago Bears Saints game? Well, my my thoughts is I think that we can win this game. We got to. This is the this is the game where I think our defense just got to go out there and let their nuts hang. Like I feel like we got to be aggressive because I know we're playing in you know outside. And you like you said, the down teams don't travel well and play good outside. But I think that that kind of plays into our hands, and we can actually take advantage of that and actually flip the script. Right. Um, I do think that in order for us to be successful in the run, I think that we definitely need to run the ball. But I'm going to go out here and just say I will run the ball like Khalil Mack because that's going to get him tired and he's not going to be as effective in the pass rush. So I'm grounding and pounding his way. That's their best. That's their best edge rusher. Okay. You know, he's he's a beast. So, like, I'm wearing him down, especially with the, the uh, weather conditions and things like that. So right. I'm wearing him down. And then it's like the, the way they play defense – they actually give help to the other side. So I'm definitely trying to run his way. Right. Um, I think that – I think Drew is going to have a decent game. It's not going to be great. But I do think when we don't have these big-time receivers but defenses don't really know how to key in on certain players, right. I think that that helps. I would definitely like to see Jared Cook get involved early. I've been saying that all season. It's like he's been kind of like lackluster at best. Mm. Um I do think that, you know, sprinkling in Taysom Hill this game may do some good. Right. Um, as far as the defense, I mean, I will play man all game. I'm not going to lie. I will play man because, like, I think that that gives us the best chance to win. Marshawn Lattimore was talking about he's a man corner. He don't really do a lot. Of, he don't really do well with zones. They don't have – I think Allen Robinson is still in concussion protocol, so he's not playing. Nah, he's going to play. Man. He, he gonna oh, he, he playing? Okay. Yeah, he, he playing. Well, well, show me what you got, Marshawn. Man up. All right. That's what, that's what I want to see. Yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, the keys to victory, uh, what you're talking about with uh, cover zero, I think that's going to help them out quite a bit. Um, the Chicago Bears don't really have world beaters, um, you know, at, at their wide receiver court. But the bad news is they don't have any world beaters at their wide receiver court. And we all know what that means. Uh, the Saints play down to their competition in the secondary. Uh, we watch these guys from week after week. Um, if, if there's not a top name on a marquee, uh, you know, the guys don't show up, you know. So uh, this is one of those games where I feel like, you know, kind of makes me nervous because, like I said, uh, Nick Foles is a guy that can throw the ball deep down the field. I mean, he has one of the best deep balls in, in the NFL. People don't give him credit for that. And uh, his strength is the, the Saints' weakness, you know what I'm saying, that the, the vulnerability of deep passes by his secondary, giving up big plays rather than pass interference, or, or a wide receiver looking like they're the second coming of Jerry Rice. So uh, they're definitely going to have to play uh, much better in the secondary in order to get the victory, man. But uh, I'm going to be aggressive and smart. I'm yeah. going to give you my score prediction, too. Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I think that the score probably going to be something around 24-16. Okay. All right, 24-16, man. You know, that's a good score right there, man. I yeah, Optimus, thank you so much, man. Call back in the time, my friend. You got it. All right. Who that? Man, shouts out to Optimus, man. Always calling in. We got my boy Chosen right here. Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on, TJ? You can hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you, man. Clear as day. Oh, <laughs> HD phone call, right? <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. But yeah, man, I don't want to be too long, man. I just want to make a few points. Yeah, um, go ahead. Good take, good take by Optimus, man. He always yeah. got some good points. Yeah, man. for real um, talk. I feel what he's saying, man. I believe that was him who said we need to run that ball to more of that Khalil Max side. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And how they should do it, you know, me personally, I feel like they need to run Latavius Murray more of that side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being that he's, what, 6'2", 6'3", maybe 230, 240, you know, right. make him work. Make him work to get him down. You know, that right. screen pass with Kamara with those linebackers, especially with Mack and, and Hicks coming on that end, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be as effective as if we was playing these other teams. So I feel like we need to use you know, a hell of a lot more Murray. You know, let Murray bully his way in, and then he throw in some Camaro, you know, and Juke, and, you know, he like to slice and, you know, Rich Bush, that thing, USC days, right. you know. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and another thing, man, I'm looking for an offensive line, you know, to step up, you know, make sure these guys, they good in that um in that run blocks. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for the offensive line to do what they have to do. And on the defensive side, I'm looking for us to get a lot of pressure. You know, I don't want them to buy into that whole hype that, um, Nick Foles can't stay protected, you know. I right. don't buy into that, you know. Right. You don't want your defensive line playing laser. Oh, well, guys, you know, this offensive line ain't they, they ain't holding up. We're gonna run through them. No, man, we seen how our defensive line been playing, you know, playing down to competition lately. Man, mm-hmm. we could be much better, you know, with this pass and this rush defense. But I'm just looking for both our both of our offensive and defensive lines to have good games and stand tall, you know, Marshawn Lattimore, you know, keep that same, keep that same energy as if he was playing a, a, a top notch, you know, receiver, mm-hmm. you know, he need, I hope he stay motivated. Like you said, I believe he's one of the keys uh, to victory of this game. And um, also, man, you know, we in this cold, we don't know what Drew Brees, I don't think Drew Brees have played in this kind of weather since the, since the surgery. So, I think this is going to be a testament to that. I'm going back to that, you know, how that thumb going to do in this cold, you know. Right. You know, I, I want to make sure that he's okay. So you can't make this a Drew Brees game. You got to use your dogs now. Like he said, you got to you gotta put your dogs out there. You got to fight, you know. Marcus right. Williams got to channel in. Don't do too much, you know. Simplify things for him. Take that pressure off him. Like you said, it's cold, man. We got to get these guys out of here. Run that ball. Let them get warmed up. And right. we got to go quick, you know, and, and make foes. Make Foles show us he the magic man everybody think he is. I would say make Foles beat us. You right. know, don't we don't beat us. Make Foles beat us. Show us that he that man that won that Super Bowl. Make him show us he him, you know. So I right. just feel like we just got to play simple, you know, that, that Spurs mentality, that San Antonio Spurs mentality. Right. It is ugly as I don't know what, TJ. You know how the Spurs play, man. Right. But, the, but it's the basics. Tim Duncan right. days, you know. It's, it's basic. It's fundamental. But right. it wins games, man. We just gotta not do too much. Just play that simple game. This one, this is gonna be one of them old school games, man. Right. My my final score, I want to say somewhere between seventeen and twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's gonna be a Will Lutz kind of game because yeah. being that those red, I feel like we're gonna get in the red zone. But I feel like by them being a good red zone defense, I feel like it's gonna leave a lot of points on the board. So I'm looking right. for Will Lutz to pretty much save the day like normal. But right. I know if anybody can get it done, it's him. So. 17-20 yep. Saints, low-scoring game, ground and pound. I think it's going to be a good battle, man. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, me too, man. Good take right there, Chosen. You know, I think that this is going to be a game where the Saints going to have to control the time possession. You know, I don't want to – I know people who want to see sexy and all that kind of stuff, you know, because, you know, people nervous about what they're seeing out there in Tampa and all that. I mean, I'm not buying into that, man. All I care about is them winning the football game. That's the most important thing. And it's, it's a matter of you going out – 
uh, doing what you have to do in order to win. No doubt about that. But uh, Chosen, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call, my brother. Yes, sir. All right, take care. Yeah, man, shout out to my boy Chosen. Um, always calling in, bringing that heat every time. Got my boy King Arthur right here, man. King Arthur, what's going on, my friend? Boy, what's in with you, homie? Man, what's happening, man? Talk about the Chicago Bears Saints game, man. Uh, <laughs> man, you you was you was ready, man. You was the first one in the comments, man. So I'm expecting I'm, I'm expecting this 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 top notch analysis right here, man. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> first of all, let's get it out the way, bro. Go ahead, somebody man. need to let somebody grandma in New Orleans give our defense a whole pot of filet gumbo so they can get their flavor back. You heard me? <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore, you out here talking? Or oh, my man calling this, my man calling that. Boy, right. shut up. Show me. Mm-hmm. Period. Show right. me. Sean Payton, this is a 40-plus run type game. Mm-hmm. You're, I want to see Elvin Kamara and Latavius Murray hit their head on the goalpost this, this game. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. A stat line for Drew Brees should look like something like 17 of 24 with 236 and maybe a touchdown or two. Right. And the running game should look like 35 plus carries, a mm-hmm. buck 60, and two touchdowns. Right. Maybe three. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Drew Brees out there throwing the ball like it's 2009 and we about to go in the Super Bowl. Right. Run the ball, bro. Run yeah. the ball down their throat. Right. They can't stop the run. Right. Forget the press clippings. All that celebrating and doing handshakes and stuff after one tackle and stuff, man. Stop all that. Right. The Saints need to start playing every game as if they about to get eliminated from the playoffs. Right. From here on out. They need to play every game like that. And my last point, TJ, we need to take our pass rushers and put them in the inside. And because Nick Foles is a statue, you know that he can move it a little bit, but he's a statue overall. Put them pass rushers in the middle and put pressure up the and have this shit come right up the. I'm sorry, have that pressure come right up the middle Mm -hmm. and put and force Nick Foles to panic. Right. And lastly, we need to play disciplined football. Don't Mm -hmm. help the Chicago Bears by giving all them penalties. Right. You know. If right. we're doing that and we – I don't think we need to play much zone myself. And me and you had a conversation on Instagram about that little clip I sent you mm-hmm. with the, uh, the two two high safeties getting beat by that – it was a post and corner concept yep. by the two re- two receivers on the left side of the field. Right. That was a lose-lose, bro, period. Mm-hmm. Like, if the safety would have took the corner route, the post route was going to be open and vice versa. Right. But I think we should start playing three safeties high and let DJ Swearinger on the field. Yeah, Let yeah, that I, I, yeah. I, I, that's the point I don't understand. I understand how this dude could be a healthy scratch. Like y'all, y'all not that cold uh, defensively for you to have somebody that at least know what they're doing to be right. out there in civilian clothes. Like you ain't. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe I'm tripping. You know what I'm saying. But I just feel like you know they they slow out there. You know what I'm saying. It's not like you can leave. It's not like how it is offensively. Like how you had like these guys. You had Emmanuel Sanders. You had Trey Quan, uh, you had Mike Thomas, and you had Marquez sitting on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A, a eight catch, seventy five yard game wait, waiting to happen. It's not like that. Defensively, you don't have that type of talent. You know what I'm saying? Like you, right. you need everybody out there on the field. So if a guy can do something better than another, I mean, utilize his strengths, put him out there on the field, man. So, uh, hey, good like, question, uh, TJ. Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know, Benny Fowler playing. Uh no, Benny Fowler is on IR, man. He had surgery. He's done. He's done for the season. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah, man, he's done. Uh yeah, they 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 put him on IR last week, you know. So uh well, yeah, I think he key. had like a I think he had like a knee injury or something like that, man. Don't don't quote me on that, but it was something that it, that called for him to get surgery and be out for the season. 
Okay, if that's the case, bro, I'm expecting a big game from the tight end position. Bro, please play Adam Trotman. <laughs> Let this little dude flourish, man. Right. Let this should be a tight end game. What's what's that? Eleven personnel, TJ, right. when it's two tight ends on the field. Mm-hmm. It need to be a lot of that and ground and pound. Because you can run the ball out of that too. A lot. Right. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's I all I got you. for you, big dog. I ain't gonna yeah. hold you up. I just uh, know yeah. I'm expecting the, I'm gonna go Saints 24-17, bro. Okay, all right. That's a good score, man. Appreciate that, Keen Arthur, man. Enjoy the game, my friend. Likewise, bro. All right, take care. Man, shouts out to Keen Arthur, man. Always uh, sending information, man. Always asking me questions online. And uh, been rocking with the State of the Saints for a long time. Uh, LMAO, uh, thank you very much for the $5. Says, what's up, TJ? Uh, We love your podcast. I have the Saints winning a low-scoring game, 19-13. to Saints, who that? Okay, that's a that's a good score right there. Um, I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be that low scoring or not, especially from what I've seen out the defense. So I I don't know, man. I, I'm not that confident in our defense for us to me to feel like it can be a phone phone boot game. <laughs> Josh and Jesus, thank you very much for the two dollars. Says Saints 157, the Bears 10. <laughs> to say that he's a Saint fan is a is an understatement of the decade. But thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate that. Once again, man, congratulations to my guy, Josh, man, graduating from college. Uh, man, y'all give, y'all give my boy Josh a hoot at, man, graduating from college. Uh, you know, so definitely proud of you, man, and uh, good luck on in your future. Uh, Sanchez, what's going on, man? Mine, well, not much, TJ. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much, man. Talking about this game. Well, what you got for me? Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to put my score prediction out there. Go ahead. I got, I got the Saints 24-20. And my biggest thing coming to this game, because I haven't seen the Bears play too much this year, mm-hmm. so I don't really know what they look like. I just know they're supposed to have a solid defense with Khalil Mack at the head. Right. That's cool. Once again, my biggest concern is the play calling. Hmm. I'm listening to all the calls, and I'm listening to you, and we all have the same formula. That's ground and pound, like the last caller just said. I thought I was crazy because I was gonna say a buck seventy-five for two or three TDs. No, ain't crazy. Ain't crazy. You know crazy. what I'm saying? No. I, I just want to see if Sean Payton, as smart as he is, is gonna pull his head out his own, get out his own way. Right. And actually, I right, look at the weather. It's probably be a little wet out here. It might be a little snow. Come on, Mike. Look on ground pound this ball. We we not gonna play with it. We not gonna send you breeze out here throwing no more than twenty times for me personally. Right. If he have to, you know what I'm saying? If the running game just – that can't stop us, just keep toting the jerk. And as far as the defense, I don't know, man. I don't even have any expect- – matter of fact, I do have expectations. My <laughs> expectations are I, I, I see us giving up one 40-yard ball and mm-hmm. one big uh, third down, third and long. Mm-hmm. That's, what right. I, that's, that's my expectation for the defense. And I hate to be that guy, but – I mean, just, hey. Hey, you 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 are speaking the same language a lot of people be speaking, man. Like honestly, I don't I don't think you I don't think you're crazy. I don't think that you you know you would feel funny about thinking that way. I mean, people are expecting this team like to give up big plays defensively at least once or twice a game, man. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's 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 a fact because I mean <laughs> you've seen it all year. Like there's been at least one of these plays every single game. Like it's right. been a, a brain lap. So right. no doubt about that. Uh, give me that score one more time, man. Give me a score. I had twenty-four twenty. Oh yeah, 24-20, I, I, I see. Man. I see the Chicago Bears getting. I see Nick Foles getting one, one big playoff. I, right. I do. I can see it happening. And I got a quick question for you. 
Do we still have little Jordan Humphreys? Yeah, yeah, he's still on the team, man. Uh, I think he had he was dealing with some injuries. Uh, they, they still had him on the practice squad, but uh, mm. he was dealing with some injuries. So I don't know if he's like healthy uh, or fully healthy or not. Uh, but um, or the fact that, to be honest with you, man, you look at training camp. Who were the people they were talking about? They were talking about Juwan Johnson. They were talking about Marquez Callaway. I mean, I didn't hear a little Jordan Humphrey's name come up. So mm-hmm. maybe those guys beat him out, but he's still on the team. Uh, you might be right but, about that. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> the I, reason I think he, the reason I feel like he had, he hasn't taken the field is because those other guys beat him out. So mm-hmm. I mean, but he's still on the team. Okay. Uh, just probably he's not going to play today. Austin Carr and Jawan Johnson, they're going to be the uh, two uh, wide receivers they activated off the practice squad, bro. Okay. And yeah, okay. I appreciate the call, man. Like, call, yeah, sure. we're having a show uh, post game, man. If you feel like calling back in, feel free, my friend. Man, you know I'm live. All right, like action fire. Yeah, Come man. On, man. <laughs> Already, man. All right, yeah, man. man. You too, Sanchez. Yeah, man. Uh, call back, man. Like for those uh familiars out there, you know, that, that call in all the time. We will be having a post game show immediately following the game. Uh, y'all know how we do it, man. You, you know, we, we definitely uh gonna be talking to New Orleans Saints all day long. Uh, we're gonna go ahead to Josh here. Josh says, uh, caught your public shout out last night. Thanks, my brother. Hey, man. We hey. We, we're family here on the State of the Saints podcast, so when people accomplish great things, we want to acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I've started to look at, at y'all as, you know, my family. You know what I mean? Y'all are familiar. There are so many familiar names, uh, faces, uh, you know, come join a video call. So, man, I appreciate everything that you all do, and I'm, I'm happy when you accomplish great things in life. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what it's all about. It's about encouraging one another, you know? That's what it's all about, man. So good luck to you. Good luck to you. Uh, Iceman T says, I want to call in. Uh, Iceman T, all right. I'm going to give you the link uh, once again, my friend. Uh, I'm putting it down there right now, so you can feel free to call in, Iceman. In the meantime, I'll read some of these comments. Gabriel says, uh, we definitely a family. Yeah, no doubt about that. Brian says, uh, Carr got to do something. I thought he was somebody's uh, family member. Uh, <laughs> uh, Austin Carr, man, I mean... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think that he's uh, familiar with the system. Everybody likes him. Uh, so I think that's one of the main reasons why he's still with the team. And uh, speaking of uh, back with, with the team, the Saints signed Tommy Lee Lewis again for the fourth time uh, this year. They signed back Tommy Lee Lewis. Where's Kiko Alonso? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I didn't hear anything about him not playing today. So we might see Kiko for the first time uh, this season on today. So, be on the lookout for that. I didn't see him on the injury report. Iceman T, what's going on, my friend? Yo. Hello, can you hear me? I definitely can hear you, man. Loud and clear. Oh. All right, my, oh, my fault, my fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, I apologize, man. I can hear you clear. <laughs> if no, I, I thought I was talking clear. too loud or something. No, nah, no, nah, nah, no doubt, man. You just, I'm just saying, man, you, you sound really clear, man. Oh, okay, all right, man. Listen, man, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep the conga line going, man. Uh-huh. Run the football, man. Right, you know what I'm saying, but I want to make a I want to make a point that that uh, you know what I'm saying. I think that we we I don't want the Saints to overlook this team, overlook the Bears, looking forward to the Buccaneers. Right. That's what I don't want to happen, man. Mm. I don't want them to overlook this, this this Bears team trying to trying to look at the Sunday night bright light game with the Buccaneers. Oh, right. you know what I'm saying. That's the last thing we because you know. The Saints have been overlooking them teams the last couple years. 
right, coming off right. buys, they be overlooking teams. They, 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 you know, the Falcons, they, 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 they overlook the Falcons, uh, looking mm-hmm. towards the 49ers. Right. You know, they overlook, uh, the, the, the Raiders looking at Green Bay. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they got a history of doing that, man. Yep, yep. And you can't go into that field. You know, the elements are going to be a factor. I don't want to see Drew Brees lunching the ball. You know, uh, hey, man, let, you know, I don't understand what's wrong with running the football. That's okay, Sean Payton. You, Sean Payton want to live up to all of these superlatives. Oh, the, the, the savior of the Saints, the greatest uh, offensive uh, genius. And all. Nah, bro. Sometimes the, the formula is just as simple as that. Right. Run the football and play good defense. Now, this secondary, man, now, now TJ, me and you have had a lot of battles about Marshawn Lattimore, bro. Mm-hmm. That's your man's, yo. Right. That's your man's, yo. Right. I want to know. You made you. I didn't count on the secondary playing bad and the pass rush being questionable. Right. Now I'm now I'm I'm gonna leave on this note, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. leave you with two questions. Right. How do you feel about Marshawn Lattimore? And you made a video earlier saying that don't sleep on the Saints' pass rush. I want to know. Do you still have that same? How you say that same energy that you had earlier about the Saints pass rush, or has your ha, has you has it has it changed with what you've seen in the last couple of weeks, man? Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, uh, no problem, man. Thank you, guys, man. T. Uh, far as the same uh, energy uh, involved, Marshawn Lattimore, I definitely don't have the same energy on that. And like I said, man, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a guy that just sits up here, just stands here and be like, oh, I, you know, I'm right all the time, like. I just go by my gut. I see what I, I see what I see, and I just give you all my honest opinion about it. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore has regressed. Uh, I still have a lot of confidence in him. You know what I'm saying? I still believe in him because he's young. It's not like he's been in the league 10, 12 years and and, and stinking it up. You know, so I just feel like uh, you know he he has not lived up to the expectations. The expectations I, I thought um, that uh, he should and, and definitely he should be at a different stage of his career. Uh, you know, coming into the league as defensive rookie of the year and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the Saints pass rush is concerned, I think the Saints pass rush is the best thing on this team. You know what I'm saying? Like their front four is the bright spot of this team. Rather it be for them stopping a run, them getting pressure on quarterbacks, I think that's the best element of this defense. Uh, I just think that the, the point, I just think that they're missing one more pass rush. I feel like they, they don't get home enough for me. You know, I just think that, if they will actually be one of those teams that can get a consistent pass rush on a quarterback, it can disrupt this timing and, you know, that can make the secondary look better. But when guys can be back there, you know, sometimes they'll get pressure. Sometimes the guy can sit back there and knit a sweater before he actually throw the ball down the field. I think that that the inconsistency uh, causes us to really uh, zoom in on the secondary. I mean, the the, the NFL is, is built different, you know, back in the days, you know, you didn't. If you didn't have a good pass rush, you still had the the cornerbacks and the safeties that can beat up on wide receivers. You don't have that in today's NFL, right? Because all the rules are are designed for the offense, right? You can't touch the quarterback. Uh, you know, you can't hit a defenseless receiver. You can't, you know, grab a guy a certain way and all that kind of stuff. So, you gotta have complementary football when it comes to the defense. You gotta have a pass rush to disrupt the timing of the quarterback. And it causes the secondary in order for them to, you know, create uh, havoc and, you know, turnovers, uh, force fumbles or what have you. So and, and when it comes to the secondary, you know, you got to be able to hold your guy for like three seconds for the set for the pass rush to get to the quarterback. 
So I think the, the, the front four of the Saints is the bright spot of this team. I mean, they, they have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in a very long time in this, in, in this league. So uh, that's a testament to how good they actually are. Uh, I do think they have a good pass rush, but it's not consistent enough for me. I mean, I was looking at the Carolina Panthers game last week. I mean, they could not get to Teddy Bridgewater to save their lives. Um, they got to him when it mattered most at the end of the game. They were chasing him around. They were causing, you know, they, they was uh, causing him to get off his spot later in the game, probably the last five minutes of the game, but it wasn't consistent throughout the game. You know, I, I didn't see flashes. I didn't see guys, uh, you know, hitting a quarterback. I didn't see offensive linemen picking their quarterback up off the ground. I didn't see that. I seen Teddy Bridgewater with a clean jersey, you know what I'm saying, until about uh, three minutes left into a game. So uh, they got to consistently uh, try to get that pass rush. That's why me, personally, I'm an advocate. I know people are talking about uh, cornerbacks and safeties and stuff like that, and we need help with that. No, I think the Saints need another pass rush. I think the Saints uh, need to try to see uh, if the Houston Texans will be willing to give up J.J. Watt. That's, that's, what, that's what I feel. I think they need to call up the football team and see if they were willing to give up a uh, Ryan Kerrigan, somebody like that. The Saints need somebody that can consistently uh, get pressure on a quarterback, a guy that maybe can demand a double team like a J.J. White that can allow the other guys on the on the front four to get free. Uh, Davenport, you know, I feel like uh, he can uh, wreak a little bit havoc. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. Uh, Cam Jordan, I don't know what the hell going on with him. Uh, uh, Trey Hendrickson, we know that what he's been doing all season. Uh, but I just feel like the Saints need somebody that can, can demand that double team like a J.J. White, like a Ryan Kerrigan, where other guys can actually take advantage of their matchups and get pressure on the quarterback consistently because this secondary is not good enough uh, for the Saints front four not to get home. And, uh, you know, they're going to get exposed, uh, especially like if, you know, the guy holding the ball for five to six seconds, you know what I'm saying? He can, he can pick his poison after that. You know what I'm saying? He can throw it to anybody he wants to. Uh, TJ Energy about Lattimore. I, I, I didn't deflate it. Uh, thank you very much for the two dollars, <laughs> uh, man. Like I said, man. I mean, yeah. I, I hear people like all the time. You know, when I when I say something and I'm but I'm wrong about it. Oh, you wrong. You wrong. Wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I, like I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't sit up here. I'm not. You know, I, I'm not a person that that's beyond any criticism or beyond, you know what I'm saying? Doing or saying things wrong. I, I don't have a problem with that. If I'm wrong about something, I don't mind coming back saying that I'm wrong. See, that's, that's the problem with society today. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we all want to be the most correct person in the room and society has, has basically made us feel like if a person is wrong about one or two things, then they automatically lose credibility. I don't feel that way. You know, like, I just think that that's just a part of life. You know, uh, I, people talk about uh, the world of uh, taking L's and stuff like that. You know, like we're designed now. It's like when a person loses, it's like that automatically makes them a loser. No, it just means that you lost that particular day. Uh, you know, that just means that you're wrong that particular time. You know, I don't feel no, no way about it. You know, I, I thought that Marshawn Lattimore is a, is a really good corner. I still feel like he's a really good corner. Uh, he hasn't been playing like a really good corner, but I still have confidence in the guy. And I don't think that's, I don't think I'm ever going to stop having confidence in this dude. You know what I'm saying? I, I just think that he's a really good player. I just think that he's not consistent enough, you know, to show everybody. And I think that's what really gets on our nerves as Saints fans. Uh, the Bears, thank you very much for the $2 says, don't 
be overlooking us punks <laughs> yeah the bears uh thank you very much uh i, I look Iceman T hit the nail on the head. You know, you can't be looking towards uh, your next opponent uh, and trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to beat them? And you still got to go up against uh, the other team. So I, I just think that uh, the Saints need to focus on the Chicago Bears and the keys to victory on today because the Bears are not a team that you can just look past. TJ's attitude about being wrong. Thank you very much for the $2. I ain't afraid to show myself. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, TJ's attitude about being wrong. Yeah, I, I definitely don't have a problem with being wrong. I don't. I, I just think that's, that's that's what it's all about, right? You know, we do these shows. Uh, we give our opinions. Uh, you know, some people like waiting in the background, getting mad, you know, and they can't wait to tell me how wrong I am, which I appreciate, you know what I'm saying? I, because if you're telling me how wrong I am, you know, that means you're watching the show. So I still appreciate it. Uh, CJ Williams says, I think Marshawn is still an elite talent at corner. He can only do his assignment, though. Teams are attacking the slots and our safeties. Uh, CJ, uh, yeah. But at the same time, uh, Marshawn, you know, he, he can't be giving up big plays like he did with Mike Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the best on the best. Uh, Justin Herbert, uh, <laughs> it was no surprise that Justin Herbert was going to throw that ball up late in the fourth quarter to Mike Williams. It was like the best on the best. I mean, everybody in the booth, Brian Greasy, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, who was that? Uh, Jeremy, I, I can't think of the guy, uh, Mark Levy, I think. You know what I'm saying? I think he was actually calling the game. Everybody was like, okay, man, this ball is going to Mike Williams. Just the best on the best. Man on man. You can't let that guy get that ball, okay? I mean, he saved himself at the end of the game by tackling Mike Williams short of the line to gain, but – when you can call, when you're calling yourself the best, when you're saying that you are the elite of the elite, when you say that you are the creme de la creme, you can't give up passes like that. And you know, I, I don't I don't go past, you know, so I don't look at it like what other people say. Like some people think that the definition of a shutdown corner is to never have a pass caught on you. That's not what a shutdown corner is. It is like for more times than not, if they throw your way, then the person that they're throwing to is not gonna catch the ball. That it, like anybody that just think that a shutdown corner is a guy that all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, nobody catch no passes on him at all. I think that you're missing the definition of a shutdown corner. Uh, you know, a shutdown corner is a guy more times than not, you're not gonna allow that guy to get a pass. Now, uh, he is a really good corner, but for me to say that he's actually a shutdown corner right now, absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's it's too inconsistent, you know what I'm saying? Like he can shut a guy down one week. And then the next week, a guy's going out there looking like he the, the best thing since sliced toast bread. You know, like you, you can't play like that. But like I said, man, I still got confidence in Marshawn Lattimore. Y'all keep on talking about me all you want to, but I still got confidence in the guy. I still think that he's the uh, best corner that the Saints has ever had. You know what I'm saying? As far as like his coverage skills, his ability to possibly be um, a, a Richard Sherman, Jalen Ramsey type cornerback. I feel like he has the best uh you know the best chances of doing it you know so that, that's just my opinion that's my story and i'm sticking to it and i'll i continue to, to feel that way until he just goes out there and just i mean channels his inner jason david uh big plays thank you very much for the two dollars says marshawn be giving us up this year <laughs> yeah he definitely be doing that now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie to you on that one he definitely be uh he definitely be giving up some big plays to say the least uh toxic uh ghost man says do do we know if khalil is ruled out uh no he's not ruled out um he he didn't practice this week 
he's questionable as of right now. Game time decision. Uh, him along with uh, Cordell Patterson. I think they're both game time decisions. Eddie Jackson, uh, who was also questionable, he's going to most likely play. And Allen Robinson is going to play being out of concussion protocol. Ray Ray says, anybody else eat uh, chili and bread when it comes to eating hot dogs? <laughs> I think I think everybody done that, you know, and especially the people that don't have hot dog buns, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all already know what it is, you know. If you ain't got no hot dog buns, you go right there and get that sunbeam bread off the top of that refrigerator, you know, and, and, and make it happen, you know. The truth hurts. Uh, thank you very much for calling in, man. What you got for me? Hey, uh, good morning, TJ. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, I'm good. Uh, first off, once again, I want to say I uh, love the show. Me and my family, we both <clears throat> love your work, love what you do. Thank you, man. And, uh, yeah, we've been uh, having these conversations. I I actually, <clears throat> this game really don't put no fear in me like that. I mean, I respect Chi-Town's uh, defense, but mm-hmm. I think uh, especially – by us being uh, underhanded on offense, like all our bullets is not in our gun on offense, like right. especially with MT and uh, Emmanuel Sanders being out. I think, well, we should be running the football anyway, even if they – well, we should treat this game like if they was playing. We should just, you know, run the ball, uh, not have Drew back there throwing the ball like 40, 45 times. Right, I think, right. I think if we – you know, we – just stick with a – we put together a good game plan, like a cock clock management mm-hmm. game plan and uh, just run the ball. And if the defense can get, you know, some pressure, our front four can get some pressure on foes and the secondary not be like Thursday night trash tonight, I think we should <laughs> be okay. I think we should improve that record to five and two and get ready for Tampa. Right. Tampa Bay, as <clears throat> certain people call them. But uh, like uh, the big dog uh, – uh, Iceman, he was saying, we can't look forward to next week against uh, Tampa Bay. We right. just got to go out to Chi-Town and handle our business today. And I think I think we should be okay. I think we should actually win this game. I'm the uh, L-M-A-O guy. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I think uh, we – I think we should uh, – I think this – I got us winning a low-scoring game, like 19 to 13, I think. Okay. We'll maybe get a touchdown or two and then get – and Will Lux with Will Clutch, as you say, I think we should. You know, I think we should be okay today. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. You know, I just think that if they uh, just follow the script, man, don't try to be too sexy, too cute. Uh, I think they can just uh, they can get this victory, man. I, I'm more concerned about the victory. I don't care about style points. This ain't the BCS. This ain't college exactly. football. You know, like like a win is a win. Um, you got yeah. you got to win it any way that you can right now, uh, having these type of limitations. So that's the way the Saints got to look at it, man. But, uh, hey, man, I, I appreciate the truth hurts, man. Thank you for your donation also, man. And uh, uh, call back anytime, my friend. Yeah, I will. Uh, y'all have a good day. Who that? Uh, who that? Uh, We're going to move on. We got uh, Philip Williams right here. Philly, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, What you got for us? Man, I feel like right now this this is the most important game. We mm-hmm. have to win this game because even right. if we lose this game next week, even if we beat Tampa Bay, we're still gonna be second place right in the division. So we right. have to win this game. Doesn't matter how we win it, right? As long as we win it, the defense have to step up big time, right? Not not just the running game. We know the running game is solid, right? But right. it's just it's the passing game we got to worry about. Mm-hmm. I mean, our safety. It seems like when Marcus Williams make a mistake, the game go left. 
I'm not sure if mm-hmm. you ever paid attention to that. When a play yeah. happens on Marcus Williams, mm-hmm. the game goes left. It seems like teams get momentum and they start making plays everywhere. Right. But I feel, man, I'm not worried, worried about the offense right now. It's more so just the defense. Yeah. I mean, I know our offense can maintain. We can manage the clock. We can run the ball. Mm-hmm. But the defense have to step up. If you let Nick Foles and this Bears offense throw all over us, man, it's gonna be it's gonna look bad down the road for us. Right. Because they, yeah. they they have the what the worst passing offense in the league right now, or second to worst passing offense. Uh, I think yeah, they they up there, you know, and I know they got one of the worst run defenses in football. So I mean, they have a lot of issues in Chicago, man. You know, but. They, no, we, we can't get, take them lightly, though. I, nah, I can't say nah. that. We cannot. Take I don't. Them I don't all. buy into like. I don't look at. I don't look at analytics. You know what I'm saying? I don't look at analytics. I don't think they play like a huge role. Even me saying that they're a good red zone defense. Right. I mean, sometimes you know it's about who you're playing, and you know what I'm saying who you up against. Right. Like I want to like you know that was the team that you're playing against. Uh, just their offensive efficiency. Maybe it's dead last or something like that. Right. You know, sometimes those numbers don't always tell the story. So I mean, I don't look past anybody. Um, right, the Chicago and, Bears are capable. You five and two for a reason, man. Right, especially that defense, man. Our defense gonna have to match their defense. Right. I don't think it's gonna be a really high scoring game. It might Me be neither. some. I, I I predict it to be at least twenty seventeen or twenty fourteen yes. around that. I don't think it's gonna be a really high offense scoring because, as a matter of fact, we down three wide receivers. Right. You know, we only have Traquan Smith, um, Harris. I mean, that's really the only two receivers I see right now that we got that that's really gonna make plays for us. Besides yeah. the tight ends, we're gonna need Jared Cook to step up. You yeah. know, it seemed like he made maybe one or two plays a game. Yeah, but he's not like he did last year when he started hitting the uh hitting the road towards the end of the season. Yeah, he definitely a playmaker though. You know, right. like he, when he when he when his name called, it it's a big play. It's gonna be a sixty yard touchdown. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a incredible one handed catch. It's gonna be something. I, I can't I can't knock him too much because right. when they when they do call his number, <laughs> it, it's a big play, man. It's a play that gets you out of your seats, no doubt about it. You know, Jared Cook reminds me a lot of Shannon Sharp. Like really, mm-hmm. like the way that he plays, like. He's not he's not a guy that's like a real good good blocker. I mean, he's a decent blocker at right. tight end, but he yeah. reminds me so much of Shannon Sharp to his ridiculous. He probably right. the closest thing to Shannon Sharp uh, I've seen since Shannon. You know what I'm saying? So but nobody yeah. really talk about him doing like that. No, either. they don't. They don't because uh, you know, you look at people like Kittle, uh, you look at people like yeah. Zach Ertz. Uh, yeah. these guys are blocking tight ends that have the capability of going yard two. So, I mean, I guess you can throw Travis Kelsey in that, that type of category oh, too, yeah. but For sure. um when I but I think that, you know, when they think about some of these uh tight ends, they think about those tough Rob Gronkowski type tight ends. Those, those are the ones that they feel are true tight ends. I don't think mm-hmm. they look at Jared, but they should cuz I mean, all he does is be productive and and make plays. Right. And I yeah. think so also, man, like everybody was saying, we need to run the ball. Drew Brees right. threw the ball at least 20 times minimum. That's that's the most he should throw. Right. At least twenty to twenty-four times, not yeah. throwing all over the field, especially when you don't, when you don't got all your wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that, man. I mean, running the football is going to be a key field in order for them to win this game. Right. Uh, or give me that score one more time, man, for the Who That Nation. I know you, uh, you mentioned it, but uh, one more time. Well, I'm gonna say because I say I say at least twenty to seventeen or twenty-four. I'm gonna go twenty twenty to fourteen. Okay, twenty. We to might 14. get. I say we not we, we might not get a passing touchdown. We might get. We need to have a Kamara to get back in the end zone. He ain't been right. in the end zone in about two or three weeks now. That's true. That's true. So he need to get back in the end zone again and let Murray run that rock. Yeah. You know, yeah. minimize the passing attempt, especially when it's going to be cold. I mean, I, I played college ball in Minnesota. 
mm-hmm. for a few years. And right. that cold weather, when it get cold, when it's 30 below, mm-hmm. ain't no joke. That, that that ball feel like a rock. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. Uh, you know, shouts out to them Golden Gophers out there, man. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> and, and uh, shouts and shouts out to everybody out there. You know, what I'm saying in the Midwest. I know we got some Chicago Bears fans uh watching the show right now. So shouts out to y'all, man. Good luck today. And uh, Phil, thank you for the call, my friend. I appreciate you, man. You know, you have a good day, bro. Uh, you too, man. Take care. Yeah, shouts out to Phil, man, out there in Minnesota, man. Playing for Minnesota, playing for them Gophers. <laughs> yeah, I like man. I like Minnesota, man. I, 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 it's a it seemed like a pretty chill place, man. I mean, I know they had like some issues. We won't get into that, but I, I just think that uh, Minnesota is a is a, a really good state, man. Everybody I, I've ever met from there has always been a, a cool, chill person, man. No doubt about that. And also, man, they classy, uh, to say the least, man. I mean, you remember, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody remember the divisional round. Uh, you know, the Saints end up losing that game last second. People going to the locker room, and they said Thomas Morstead, who was out there with broken ribs. Uh, went back out there so uh, the Vikings could kick a field goal. And they and the, the state of Minnesota gave him like a key to the city or something like that, man, acknowledge him somehow. So that just shows you how classy that, that place is. And I know we don't like Minnesota from a football standpoint, but uh, it just shows you how classy they are, man. Uh, let me see. Jamal says, uh, TJ, don't wish Bears fans good luck. Why not, man? You know, just because I wish them good luck don't mean I want them to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean – it's just that's just the way that I feel about it, you know. I mean, I don't want them to win, of course. Uh, my big brother EJ says Saints found twenty eight points from uh, two Bears turnovers and win twenty seven to twenty. Uh, I'm a, I, I haven't told anybody. I've been taking calls. I've been uh, just hearing your perspective on the game. But I'm going to go ahead and let you all know what I feel like my keys to victory are for the Saints. Uh, number one is going to be running the football, controlling the time of possession. Uh, last week. Uh, I, I, last week, the New Orleans Saints held the ball longer than the Carolina Panthers. They held the ball for nine minutes. And the reason why we didn't know that the Saints controlled the time of possession is because the defense wasn't doing a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Teddy Bridgewater was still able to get the ball up the field and uh, he was still able to make plays. Uh, the Saints, if you look at the statistics, if you didn't watch the game, if you were just at work and you ain't watched the Saints game, and you looked at like the time of possession, you looked at uh, some of the plays, uh, you would think that the Saints blew out the Carolina Panthers. The Saints need to control the time of possession. That's that's number one. They they do that by running the football, um, making sure that Drew Brees uh, possibly, you know, if they need to uh, get a first down, let's say it's 32, 33, if you want to throw the ball, then fine, whatever. You know, use Drew Brees in, in, in that regard. You know, set up the play action, be able to, you know, move the ball down the field but not consistently throwing the ball, okay? It's going to be cold. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a little damp out there on that field as well because of the cold conditions. Uh, so you're not probably going to be able to drop back and throw the ball all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if Drew Brees ain't out there with a glove on today. But um, running the ball is going to be key. Control the time of possession uh, is another. Uh, do I feel like it's going to be something that the Saints need to do? And this is something that we probably don't pay attention to. It's going to be special teams, man. The X factor in this game to me is Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris is the X factor in this game. Uh, if you look at uh, some of the games that the Saints have played against, special team has played a very huge role in the Saints actually winning games. You go back to the Los Angeles Chargers game. I don't think people really took into account how uh, flipping the field with Marquez Callaway, how much that benefited the team. Uh, if you go back to week one, 
uh, Deontay Harris. You didn't see how good Deontay Harris was uh, flipping the field, giving the Saints short fields to deal with. Uh, today, I feel like Deontay Harris is going to be that guy that is the egg factor. Him being able to return punts, uh, putting the Saints in good field position. Last year, he actually returned a punt for a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, JT Gray blocked the punt. Uh, so the Saints special teams is going to have to play a role with flipping the field and, and, and giving Drew Brees as well as the uh, the offense a short field to work with. And that's not to say that they're going to be able to score every time, but it's also going to give them an opportunity to actually set up for Will Lutz field goals. That's going to be very, very important. Also, the defense, disciplined defense is another key to victory. You got to be able to play uh, disciplined defense because this isn't like one of those games against the Detroit Lions where you fell behind an eight ball, 14 to nothing, and you think that you're going to be able to come back. Uh, the Chicago Bears defense is stout. They're aggressive. And if you're playing behind an eight ball against these guys, they can just pin their ears back and come right after Drew Brees, and you're not going to win the football game. You're going to get absolutely destroyed. You got to stay ahead of the, of the chains. You got to stay ahead of the curve. Uh, the Saints have to uh, go out here defensively. They got to be able to force three and outs. They got to be able to put pressure on Nick Foles. They're going to have to disrupt this timing. They're going to have to play man-to-man coverage. They're going to have to jam these wide receivers. They can't let these wide receivers go out here and look like the second coming, once again, of Jerry Rice, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, uh, Randy Moss, or what have you. They have to go out here and allow these guys to beat them, okay? You shouldn't allow them to beat, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't beat yourself by going out here being undisciplined. It is time for the New Orleans Saints to answer the bell. It is time for them to become more disciplined because I'm getting a little nervous, who that nation? I'm getting a little bit nervous that this is going to be the narrative year in, year out, day in, day out when it comes to a Dennis Allen defense. These guys have to have better communication and they got to stop looking at themselves to go out here playing Superman, but then eventually you're just being the team's kryptonite. Because you're going out here trying to make a play, thinking, okay, they told me to go this way, but I see the defense, I mean, the offense going this way, so I'm going to go that way, and you mess around and get beat. Playing disciplined football is the key, okay? Not taking it upon yourself, not being, uh, you know, uh, what was uh, Nick Cannon's name on drumline? You know what I'm saying? Like, not, not being that guy, right? Not just thinking that you are the band, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just hear you. You're the one that's going to make people move, make people dance. Uh, I think his name was Devin Miles, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? You can't be the Devin Miles of the defense. You can't be the is-all and the be-all. You can't be the David Ruffin of the defense, okay? You can't just take it on yourself and say, it's me and it's everybody else. It's not David Ruffin in the temptation. It's not Marcus Williams in the Saints defense. It's not Lattimore in the Saints defense. Do your freaking job. That is what's important. And I feel like the Saints, if they do their job, if Dennis Allen simplifies the defense, if guys can – just be aggressive, but at the same time, not giving up big plays. If uh, Malcolm Jenkins, you know what I'm saying, can, can actually cover Jimmy Graham if he's actually playing today, uh, then I think that the Saints can win this football game. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a, I think it's going to be a, a game where the Saints actually get uh, to 27 points. I think the Saints are going to win uh, by a score of 27 to 16. Uh, I think that the Saints are going to win this football game, but I think it's going to be a huge part. Uh, with Deontay Harris flipping the field. And I think it's going to be a few Will Lutz field goals, okay? I think this is going to be one of those Will Lutz special teams players of the week type games. And, uh, and another X factor I feel like is going to be beneficial to the Saints' success is going to be Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill is going to be 
the X factor in this game, the way that the Saints actually use him. Uh, I think that the Saints are going to try to use him in, in multiple, you know, in multiple ways. Uh, last time uh, when the Saints actually played the Chicago Bears, uh, Taysom Hill was limited because Teddy Bridgewater was out there and he was serving as that number two quarterback. He had a few plays out there on the field, but I think that the Saints are going to use Taysom Hill in a variety of ways today. And I think that the Saints uh, can get that victory of uh, 27 to 16 uh, over the Chicago Bears. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Who that? Who that says 17 to 9 uh, Saints win my prediction score? Alan Lazar went stupid on Marshawn. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I said it's always those. It's always those unheralded guys that, that be, they be making plays on when the Julio's come to town, when the Mike Evans come to town, all of a sudden you're stepping up. But you got to have that same energy, man. You got to have that same energy when uh, uh, Alan Lazard comes to town or uh, Brandon Edwards comes to town or Alan Robinson come to town. No disrespect to Alan Robinson, but, I mean, people don't consider him as an elite receiver. Um, he's a really good receiver, you know, but you got you to gotta be able to step up. Latavius need 15 carries at a minimum. Uh, yeah, I think he need between 12 to 15. I think maybe he had 14 last week, if I'm not mistaken. So as long as he stays like around that area, I think he should be fine. Uh, TJ, I hate to be that guy, but I see Nick Foles looking like a Hall of Famer against the secondary. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Nick Foles has a really good game. Like I said, uh, one of Nick Foles' strengths is the defensive weakness. It's, the, it's the, the ability to throw the ball down the field. That has been the Achilles heel of the New Orleans Saints all season long. It's rather, uh, it's going to be pass interference, holding, or it's going to be a big play. And uh, it, it's been that way all season long. So as a Saints fan, I mean, why wouldn't you expect him to be able to, wouldn't be able to throw the ball down the field? Uh, EJ says, this is a run the football game for the Saints. Uh, if they come out throwing all over the place, they will have turnovers and lose. Yep, I agree with that. But I don't think that they're going to be throwing the ball all over the place in this game. The weather is not going to uh, permit them from, from doing it. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be able to do it. Uh, Lattimore plays like the stock market. That's true, you know, up and down, inconsistent. But he's only hurting himself at the end because he's in a contract year. So you're actually, you know, causing yourself to lose some, some cheddar. So that, that's on him. Uh, where is the rookie tight end for the Saints? Uh, Charles, uh, that's a good question. I only seen uh, Drew Brees throw the ball to him one time, and he threw it at his feet. That was last game. I don't know if the Saints just have confidence in this guy, but I think that this guy could be a good red zone threat, and I, I'm very disappointed at the way Sean Payton has, has not used Adam Troutman. I mean, and if he's on the field, then he's good enough for you to actually implement him in the offense. So I, I can't understand it. Uh, who that warlord says tight end cook needs to step up and open things for Kamara. So these linebackers don't just hover around Kamara all game. Yeah. But like I said, with, with Jared cook, I mean, he doesn't give you eight, nine catches a game, but like I said, when he does catch the ball, it's always a big play. So I, I can't knock Jared for that. Okay. If he wasn't out there producing at all, at all, then I would have a problem, but I mean, he, he make plays, man, you know, I mean, like I said, I just feel like he's the closest thing to Shannon Sharp I've seen. He reminds me a lot of Shannon Sharp. Like Shannon Sharp went out there catching the ball 14 times a game. But when you put the ball in Shannon Sharp's hand, good things happen. Is Jack Rabbit playing in this game? Yeah, he playing. He played last week. He played last week, but he played so well, <laughs> people didn't think he played. And, and I, I think that's 
I, I think that we need to get that man some credit. Okay, we 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 criticize the secondary players when they do bad, but he shut down that field, man. So shouts out to the Jack Rabbit. Who that warlord says number seven Hill earns the new big contract today in Chi Town. I hope so. Where is RJ Swearinger? Uh you talking about DJ Swearinger. Uh I don't know. Uh I would hope that they actually have him in this game. I would hope. DJ has been a healthy scratch. Horrible. Like I said, y'all ain't got enough horses in a barn for y'all to have anybody with some some decent talent sitting on the sidelines. That's their fault, though. Marcus Davenport, two-plus sacks today. Well, I hope you're right. Hope you're right, who that warlord. Uh, Brian James. Uh, is that the road dog? I'm just <laughs> Road dog Jesse James. Real name is Brian James. But uh, if all my wrestling fans out there says, the key to this game will come down to our coach and play caller. This game called for a steady running game and ball control. No breeze throwing over 25 times. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a, a good point right there. You know, no throwing the ball uh, 25 times. I, I can I can uh, attest to that. I think that the Saints don't need to throw the ball all over the place. Thank you, uh, Brian James, the road dog Jesse James, right there. Shouts out to Brian James. Uh, Ken says DJ will hit you. We need him in the, in the lineup. <laughs> Sanchez says, oh, you didn't know? Bam, 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 bam. Yours better call somebody. <laughs> Shouts out to Brian James, man. Ray Ray says, uh, what food do y'all eat during the game? Uh, man, mostly I eat like some chicken wings or something like that. Uh, nachos, stuff like that. That's what I eat. Uh, Breeze can't throw more than 40 yards. Um, well, we don't need him to throw 40 yards today. You know, just need him to be able to control the ball. You know what I'm saying? Get the ball where it needs to be. My prediction is going to be 21 to 10. What about you, TJ? Oh, I said 27 to 16. Uh, good luck in my taking voice. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> uh, Charles says, uh, gumbo today, Ray. Uh, let me see. LMAO says, I don't really see our secondary looking like Thursday night trash this evening against a mediocre Bears offense. I don't know, man. I, look, I don't buy into what other people be selling. I just don't. I, I just think that uh, you go up, you play in between those lines, and some things that you may think are not going to happen, they end up happening. Megan says, uh, where are you from? Uh, I am from New Orleans, born and raised. I was born and raised in New Orleans. Stayed in New Orleans till I was 19, uh, left after Hurricane Katrina. But I am New Orleans through and through. That is my hometown. I, I bleed black and gold. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love my hometown. No doubt about that. I'm about as New Orleans as a high size on friend's dress. Uh, I'm about as New Orleans as a second line on Sunday. Um, I'm about New Orleans as a 1825 Tulane. You know what I'm saying? I'm about as New Orleans as I say, I say, I say, I say, and Frankie and Johnny. You get the best in front of you with no problem, okay? I'm about as New Orleans as let them have. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. Uh, EJ says, I'm going home and make a sandwich before the game. Uh, Shouts out to my bro- brother EJ out there making fish yesterday. That boy was on a fish mission. <laughs> we on the phone. He on, he on there trying to buy some fish. He got some shrimp at the house. So, shout out to my big brother EJ uh, putting that grease to that heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ah man, Charles says I think that was the name of the mascot, the dog Gumbo. Yeah, it is. It is. 
it is the name of the mascot saints win equals a good week uh space uh space ghost says breeze off strength uh hold the team back uh i think that some of the explosive plays they can possibly have if he had a strong arm yes but for me to say that he holds the team back after what i've seen over the last couple of games when they basically been depleted at the receiver position I, I i can't have the end i can't have that same energy i just can't man but after what i've seen the saints would I, to me i think the saints would probably be two and five or you know what i'm saying they'll be like two and five if it was any other quarterback after playing under those conditions i'm, I'm just being real who that tj and fam uh toddy says see the special man let him have it with no problem <laughs> I'm thinking this is Cam Jordan showing up game. I hope so. About as New Orleans as potato salad in the gumbo. Mm, man. <laughs> uh, hi from Dallas, but I'm a who that man. What's going on, man? Hey, I lived out in Dallas for a couple of years, man. Uh, lived in Addison. Uh, you know, I stayed in Addison and I stayed in Carrollton, man. So uh, shouts out to everybody that's out there in Dallas, man, off Beltline, taking that 635, taking that 35, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, I took all I took all those, man. I even took the tollway and didn't pay, you know what I'm saying? Didn't pay for them tickets, you know. <laughs> Spin right through it. <laughs> when they mailed me, when they mailed me that toll, uh, that toll fee, I did not pay it. You know, I didn't. I'm sorry. I was that was young TJ, very irresponsible. Uh Ray Ray says EJ sent some Louisiana hospitality cook catfish to Arizona. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Uh, my brother EJ, I'm still waiting on them high sizes, man. I mean, I, I know dry ice don't cost that much out there in Walmart, man. Where, where that do? <laughs> where that do? <laughs> uh, do you think Allen Robinson will outplay Marshawn? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he will. TJ, so New Orleans like Elmas and a big shot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Elma Chiwis and, and, and a big shot pineapple. You know what I'm saying? I'm about as New Orleans is dead. You don't get no New Orleans Danette, in my opinion. I, I'm New Orleans like Celebration Station. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> too many damn uh, toes in Dallas. Yes, yes. Too, way too many. Way, way, way too many. And that's why they didn't get a dime from me. Uh, get Jawan Johnson involved. He's something special. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm looking to see that guy actually play. I, man, I seen him on the field one play he was uh out there um running a wide receiver screen and i looked at that i'm like that dude is huge man that's a big dude i didn't realize how large he was like he, he flash man like that's a big guy like he, he like he's a physically imposing dude for even watching him on tv uh we need this win today yeah we definitely do you know for all my people out there that's talking about tampa you know if they lose today i mean that game against tampa is irrelevant uh, do we resign Marcus Williams? Hells to the no. No, no, we do not. And I, I didn't, I didn't feel like the Saints were going to sign him anyway. I mean, this is just validating it, in my opinion. Marcus Williams is damaged goods, but I hate to say it, folks, but watch he go to another team uh, with better defensive coaching, and watch he end up being a beast, and we're gonna be mad as hell. Watch him go to somewhere like Seattle or something like that, and go out there and be beast, and we're gonna be mad. About as New Orleans as Swagman and a bus ticket. Yeah, man. Yeah, they don't get no New Orleans than that either, you know. You know, uh, you know, soul train fashions on shelf, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> getting getting a pair of fresh, 
Fresh Dickies from Soul Train Fashions. That's New Orleans right there, man. Uh, New Orleans like going to Kmart over there in Gentilly. Yeah, that, that's New Orleans right there, folks. Since we killing time, man, you know, give, give me some more uh, New Orleans uh, examples. So New Orleans like what? What are you so New Orleans like? Uh, oh, uh, the Celebration Station, they closed it down and made it a daycare. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I knew that off there off veterans, but I'm just saying, man, you know, Celebration Station was out there, you know. Definitely was, a, you know, definitely was a, one of those uh, places everybody wanted to go. And when it was time for the field trips to go there, man, bro, it was like the happiest day of your life right there. You know, then Lafayette Park for some apparent reason, which Lafayette Park didn't have a damn thing. Like it was just some wide open fields. But everybody used to have like a class picnic out there. Uh, hopefully CD Deuce can have a big game today. He played well against the Bears last year. Yeah. And he definitely need a bounce back game after how he played last last week that was that was a horrible game like that's probably his worst game as a pro uh billy joe hobart and billy joe tyler uh what you uh, know about that uh <laughs> what do i know about that please we we didn't had uh, a whole worst quarterbacks in, in saints history and both of those guys name were on the list so we definitely know a little something about billy joe hobart and billy joe tyler man trash by the way uh Jawan Johnson is 6'4, 230. Yeah, that guy is huge, man. I, I seen that dude. I'm like, man, that's a big dude. And he was out there only one play. So New Orleans getting my liquor at. <laughs> uh Po Boys from uh Spiders. Oh man, Spiders over there by Gregory. Yeah, man. Shouts out to Spiders, man. My mom, uh, she used to uh go out there, you know, she used to go to like the little credit union that was like right up the street. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We used to stop at Spiders and stuff like that, man. But Spiders over there by Gregory. Yeah, so shouts out to them, man. Uh, so New Orleans getting my lick at. Uh, as a kid, uh, love the causeway. As an adult, might as well uh, go twin span. <laughs> TJ, uh, Chi-Chi's was my spot. <laughs> K&B, yes, sir. Yeah, K&B, man, the old drug store right there, man. Definitely. Uh, TJ, back in the day, uh who did you like better? Uh, no Limit or Cash Money? I like them both, but I like No Limit more. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I was a No Limit fan. Uh, it was because of my uncles. Uh, Shout out to my uncles, Isaac and Jerry. Those guys used to skip school. And, and yeah, I can snitch on y'all now. We grown. <laughs> we used to, yeah, they used to skip school, man, to go to Peaches. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all know what Peaches at. Used to go to Peaches, man, to buy those No Limit CDs. So, I'm a No Limit fan uh, at heart because of them. Uh, my my big brother, Sam, man, shout out to Sam, man. He used to be a huge Cash Money fan, so he used to always buy, like, all the Cash Money CDs. So, I mean, I have appreciation for them both, but if I had to uh, pick one, it would have to be No Limit, man, because of my uncles. You know, I I was uh, I looked up to them so much as a kid, so definitely uh, I would say No Limit. New Orleans, uh, best place to eat uh in the usa yeah man they got some good spots but i feel bad for tourists uh because they always tell y'all about the emeralds and they always tell y'all about the you know what i'm saying cafe dumas and stuff like that but y'all not getting no real food man you know what i'm saying the real food is is in them cracks and them holes in the walls and them and at them like corner stores they got the best food like y'all just be eating all that that fancy stuff they put a couple little leaves on y'all plate y'all think y'all eating right nah bro 
you got to go to places like spiders you got to go to places like magnolia you know what i'm saying like you got to go to places like that you got to go to circle food store you gotta go to places like that man you you ain't you ain't eating if you ain't eating out there in the french quarters man like oh man they just they just charging y'all for feng shui around that mug you know what i'm saying like go to some of these cracks cajun seafood on claiborne that's the good eating right there anybody that's from new orleans already know that anybody from new orleans know that if you are in the french quarters you ain't in the best place to eat no food straight up i'm sorry folks it is what it is you know the corner stores had the best food they they serve the best po boys thanks <laughs> new orleans like k and b in the beanie weenie you know what i'm saying yeah ah, ah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, man, you will get no New Orleans tonight. Uh, so New Orleans as the lakefront in the 80s and 90s off the chain. Yeah, man, and definitely the, uh, the lakefront on Sunday, man. Shouts out to my my cousin, man, DJ, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Darren, man. After church, uh, we used to go out to the lakefront every Sunday, man. We used to ride bikes out there, you know what I'm saying? Stop at the Dale Champs, um, you know what I'm saying, that, that was out there. Uh, so, yeah, man, um, there was some good times right there. Uh, so New Orleans, like the Plaza Mall in the East. Yes, we hit that that part of the show where we just reminiscing about New Orleans, folks. I mean, if you love the Saints, uh, you know what I'm saying? New Orleans, is, it coincides with the team. So I do apologize that we, we took a little break from the football, but it is what it is. Uh, like Krause Closing Store. Yeah, man, Mr. Bingo hanging out the window during Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so New Orleans, like, hey. <laughs> as about as new orleans as baller block it and body about it <laughs> classy hey man my grandfather was in uh it was in baller block it <laughs> ej can tell you man i'm not lying my grandfather was in baller block it well his truck was in baller block and there was a scene where they were actually walking on the neutral ground and you can see my grandpa truck just flying into the background i guess he was coming from doing a job my grandfather was a carpenter and uh, you can see a truck as clear as day in the background. It was a red truck, man. So, yeah, my grandfather was in, was featured in Baller Block and had, he made a cameo. <laughs> that was funny. Like, that was so unexpected. Like, when you first see Baller Block and all of a sudden you just see my grandpa's truck just flying past the screen. <laughs> the best po' boys, thank you very much for the $2, says uh, we in the corner stores. De- definitely. Definitely. I'm telling y'all, anybody that's around here listening to the State of Saints podcast, Saints fans, having visited New Orleans, trust me, man. If you're going out there to the French Quarter, like they just serving y'all feng sway out there. They they telling y'all y'all eating the best. Y'all not, man. Y'all not. Yeah, you got to go to the corner stores. You got to go to the corner stores, folks. Uh, nothing but fire records. <laughs> Four or five Dumos. Uh, rest in peace, six uh, Ward Pook. Yeah, man. Man, shouts out to all the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of fallen soldiers out there. Soldier Slim. You know what I'm saying? That's always gonna be a New Orleans favorite right there. No doubt about that. Uh so New Orleans, like Wiener, uh <laughs> Wiener's department stores. Yeah, man. Uh shouts out to Wagner's, you know what I'm saying? Wagner's uh with the one of the greatest slogans in history. UK beat Wagner's beat. <laughs> shouts out to Wagner's, man, <laughs> with the with the greatest slogan. <laughs> of all time <laughs> uh he ain't lying y'all so new orleans as a a 12 yams of christmas yeah man 12 it's a 12 yaks of uh 12 yaks of christmas e but yeah man you know what we talk about uh let's see new orleans like them old red white and blue uh drinks yeah 
Christmas in a hoax. Uh, my eyes used to stay right next uh, to Mark Ingram, uh, his rookie year. Uh, she now works in the Superdome. Hey, I actually, I actually have a, a a fun story, man. I actually have a fun story. Um, my grandmother, my grandmother was actually, uh, you know, she would take my grandfather to lunch uh, to his job. Like I said, my grandfather was a carpenter, so my grandmother, who worked overnight uh, every afternoon, most of the time, she used to bring my grandfather to lunch. And he was actually working on his house. And you see, like, the house next to him, they had these three kids uh, in the yard, you know what I'm saying, jumping on a trampoline. And it turns out those three kids were Cooper Manning, Eli Manning, (laughs) and Peyton Manning were actually at the house. So my grandfather was working on a house right next door to the Manning brothers uh, when they were were kids. I mean, I was was really young, and this story is actually being told to me by my my older uncle you know what i'm saying but yeah we were actually my grandmother actually dropped off some food and my grandfather was working next to the house with the manning boys which i didn't have an appreciation for that at the time but looking back at it now i'm like damn uh no limit soldiers <laughs> y'all have uh what do you say y'all lie for biatches and blunts uh but we live for weed and money <laughs> no limit soldiers I thought I told you, man. Thank you very much for the five dollars. Uh, Derek says, uh, them drinks be pretty good in New Orleans, though. Yeah, that is true, man. Big shot. You ever go to New Orleans, always grab yourself a big shot pineapple, man. Uh, so New Orleans like red beans and hot sauce. Yeah, that, that's definitely New Orleans right there. Red runner, by the way. I mean, blue runner, blue runner, red beans. So New Orleans is ironically like he don't have to just bitch it. Blue runner, red beans, a pig lip. And bunny bread, yeah, man, bunny bread right off the off shelf. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I definitely, I actually went on a field trip to bunny bread. Like that goes to show you what the school system actually thought about us, right? Why would you bring young kids, young youth, on a field trip to the bunny bread factory? Are you just telling us, hey, man, y'all gonna eventually work here one day? So go ahead and just see what you guys are gonna be up against. What the hell would they send us to the bunny bread factory for a field trip? I mean, that was a slap in the face right there. You know. We you you, <laughs> you can't you didn't expect us to do nothing else but be on a bread assembly line. Thank you very much, New Orleans public school system. I think we rose above that. For all my people that graduated from New Orleans public school system, uh, we rose above the bread factory. No, no disrespect to anybody working at the bread factory, but I just think that that's a. Uh, I mean, come on, man. We, we have dreams bigger than working at the bread factory. Um, no limit soldiers. Once again, for the two dollars, danger. Get on the floor. Right here. So New Orleans, like you on the radio with your boy Wild Wayne. Hey, 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 you, what's the name? You're on the radio with your boy Wild Wayne. <laughs> the nine o'clock props is on. Tell me where you calling from. Couldn't tell them boys they weren't going to be the next. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be the next Tupac. <laughs> no living soldiers. I'll rip it so uh ben yeh's in the french quarters uh let's see don't go too far down chef though hey man don't go down chef period you know <laughs> yeah at, at the front of chef man look you're gonna you're gonna get more than you bargained for for you know uh yeah the hot eight at eight yeah 
Yeah, man, we taking y'all back with this, man. For all my people <laughs> not from the world, like, what they talking about? Hey, man, we give we giving y'all some bonus coverage. Not only did we just break down the same Chicago Bears game, we telling y'all about the hot spots in New Orleans, man. Uh, so New Orleans, like, uh, Super Sunday, Q93, 9 o'clock prop. Yes, sir. 9 o'clock props with Wild Wayne, man, a, a whole legend out there. Not a half a legend, a whole legend. I remember, like, when in fifth grade, Wild Wayne came out my elementary school, and people acting like Jesus Christ was out there or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like acting like a peep showed up. Everybody, wow, way, wow, way. <laughs> I think about it now being a radio personality. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it wasn't really that big of a deal. <laughs> but I guess, you know, being a kid, you know, you're so, you know, impressed, you know, somebody being on the air. But I think it was pretty, I know it had to make him feel pretty good. It's always, like good when you see people out in the street and they recognize your voice or they recognize you, it make you feel good, man. No doubt about that. But I'm like, I mean, being a being in radio now, I'm like, he wasn't nobody. <laughs> High rise. Uh, now they got uh the social shakedown. Okay, yeah, the show uh, social shakedown. Uh, is uh who's who's the host in that right now? I'm pretty sure the the DJ's probably changed up. Even though I know Uptown Angela is still on the air, and I know Wild Wayne. Uh, I think he's working in a producer role. I don't know if he's still on there. And I remember like A.D. Barry and stuff like that during that time. Uh, so New Orleans, like WWL TV Channel 4. So New Orleans, like Channel 38, 26, and 12. Yeah, man. Uh, Shouts out uh, to my boy Larry Everidge. You know what I'm saying? One of the producers over at WWL. Uh, went to school with my big brother EJ out there at Dillard. Graduated from Dillard too, man. Working. Uh, been working for WWL for like 14 years, man. Uh, so man shouts out to him and uh yeah man fox 38 uh wgno uh pbs channel 12 yeah man yeah that's that's, that's some good stuff right there uh so new orleans like patent high size yeah don't get no new orleans than that uh I, speaking of patent high size e man we need to link up man need to need to uh send your boy a care package out here to myrtle beach <laughs> okay uh dj dj manny fresh yeah, DJ Rowe. Who the DJ? You know, DJ Rowe. <laughs> uh, oh, DJ Papa. Okay, that I didn't know him. Uh, let's see, Captain Charles. That made me think about Papa Seafood right there. Papa Seafood out there off, off North Galvis. Uh, so New Orleans, like uh, Fred Davis, uh, Frank Davis, and Morgus. Yeah, man, Frank Davis, man, the legendary Frank Davis, one of the one of the people that inspired me to do radio was frank davis frank davis uh jim henderson those are my heroes right there man uh man frank davis i don't see how he did it man frank davis would go eight hours live on the radio on saturdays like dude like how how <laughs> how you do that man you know you would think that your voice your vocal cords would be stripped jesus but um yeah man shouts out to frank davis definitely doing it big man but yeah man but back to the game man some people that i want to see show up in this game uh we got to see davenport show up in this game davenport has has shown flashes over the last couple weeks but we need him to be a little bit more disruptive uh trey hendrickson uh he started off pretty hot uh he kind of been lukewarm lately and on cam jordan man it's time for you to show up man you the you you are the captain of this defense you are the captain you need to show up and show out in this game man they need to get pressure on the quarterback or uh, make make it a rough day for Nick Foles. Uh make sure that Nick Foles doesn't have enough time in the pocket to read through his progressions. 
And uh, I know we haven't been talking about the Bears running game. You know, Tariq Cohen, he's out for the year. I think he tore his Achilles. Um, Montgomery, I mean, he's a pretty good uh, running back. But the, the Chicago Bears running game has struggled. So the Saints are going to have to make these guys one-dimensional. Um, shut down the running game. Don't buy it to the press clippings. Everybody been talking about the Chicago Bears been lacking in the running game. Go in there, shut that down, and then try to uh, get pressure on Nick Foles. That, that's what you that's what you do. That's that's what you definitely got to do. I'm looking at the the defensive line, and um, I'm also uh, where I'm I'm wondering if Kiko Alonso uh, will play in this game. Man, I, I didn't see him on the injury list. Um, I didn't see him uh, mentioned, uh, you know, at all. So I don't know if he's going to play in this game or not. Uh, let's see, uh, five big name players. Uh, the New Orleans. Okay, this this is talking about somebody being traded. Uh, but I I don't see anything about Kiko Alonso actually playing in this game. So hopefully, uh, no news is good news. He actually get an opportunity to play in this game. You know, so I, I'm looking forward to that. No doubt about that. But uh, thank y'all very much for tuning in to the State of the Saints podcast. I had a good time, man. Uh, you know, enjoy talking about the Saints. Uh, reminiscing, taking trips down memory lane in New Orleans and. Uh, thank you all so much for your time. Uh, there will be a short halftime report uh, during the halftime, so uh, be on the lookout for that. And also the post-game show immediately following the state, well, the, the Saints versus uh, Chicago Bears game. But in the meantime, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Also, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. You all enjoy the game, enjoy your Sunday, and like always, all I got to say is, who that?